Uh, I was... Well, mm. see, this one doesn't help because it has to have, like, a physical explanation and part of it. But today, I was at work, you know? And, uh, the trash cans at work have been moved because there's construction going mm. on, like, right beside where we usually have our trash cans. Yeah. So I have to walk through the drive through in the pharmacy side of our job, of our business, and to get to the trash cans. Uh, wow. Well, uh, on my way back from throwing away the trash, I walk by the front of this one car that's waiting in the drive through to get their medication, I guess, or whatever they get. Mm-hmm. And they honk at me as I walk by the front of their car. And I'm like, what? Did and I look at them, and it's this lady, and she gives me, like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like a, like, raised eyebrows, head down, tilt, like, ooh, I look candy is what the look was. What? And I was so confused by this, dude. I just kind of like ran off. I I just kept walking. I was like, what the fuck? What is this? (laughs) It was just so weird. I didn't know what to do about it. I never had that happen to me before. But yeah. The amount of like audacity and balls at the same time to do that to somebody in Dude, your, like, I'm gonna what? be honest though. I didn't really get bothered by it. It was just I mean, kind of like, you know, you, why did you do that? Though? Yeah, it like, was why, like, why made you, you think you should do that? Yeah, did you think anything was gonna happen after? <laughs> he or wants like, me. I know he wants me. He glanced at my car while he was taking out the trash. I didn't, dude. I actually didn't. I just like maybe you like by. accidentally did, and she was like, "Oh my god, he was maybe looking at me." Did. Maybe I brushed my dick across the front of her car, and oh. that's what she got. The oh, dude, signals. for sure. Yeah, 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 that happens. Yeah, I do that every time, dude. And yeah, I just don't you think just take about your it. penis out and rub it on passing cars. Yeah. Oh, you have to get pretty I close, don't like, you? Hey, I think yeah. we need to have like a talk <laughs> after the podcast, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, okay. I don't see it as a problem. Hey, I guys. don't see any issues with it. Hey, it's season three. Season yay! of Three Let's Brothers go. One Brain Cells here dude. on the Three Brothers One Brain Cells show. We are three biological brothers on Three Brothers One Brain Cell, and season three is three, 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 baby. Let's go. Yeah. Um. If you're here for an intellectual podcast or a podcast that's like you know really thought provoking, maybe find a different podcast. No, because we get there sometimes. sometimes. Maybe find a different podcast because um, this is just three brothers ranting about random shit every single time. We bring a different uh, segment to uh, we we each bring a different uh, thingy. Um, God, I'm justice. <clears throat> Uh, we each bring it. Okay, we're starting that now. <laughs> I'm Justice. I'm each, Steven. I'm Judah. This. I'm Steven. Okay. We each bring a, a different segment to the podcast each week. Mm-hmm. It can be random. Some are reoccurring, um, but we always roll with a die twenty to see who goes first. And I'm s- Steven. I'm Justice. I'm Judah. And since uh, this is, I'm talking. I'm rolling the dice. Here oh, we go. I'm Judah. Nat twenty, baby. <laughs> I'm Justice. And this is me, Steven, talking now. And me, Judah, is going to roll the dice now. Nat 20? I rolled a th- nat, nat 13. Uh, <laughs> on season three. Uh, 13. That's actually episode. an unlucky number. 13? I was born on the 13th. Shut the fuck up. Bro, no wonder. Oh. No, I'm not clapping for that. 
Oh, it's my turn to roll. That's right. Yeah. I rolled up. Ten. Hey. Not as bad as I'm I usually roll, roll higher than both of you because this is how it always goes. No. Is it how it always goes? I hate you. Eighteen. <laughs> God, dude. I don't actually hate you. To clarify, to I know. Dude, it was a joke. All right, guys, listen oh, yeah. up. Today is the day, or should I say, this week is the week oh, for what? Week. Wiki, how? Let's go, baby. Oh. It's Wiki week. Can I get some golf claps in the studio, please? Thank you so much. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this Wiki How has been brought to you by our lovely guest, Seth. Oh. He no way. Messaged me, I think, end of last week sometime, and he was like, hey, dude. He you private what, messaged you? He did, yeah. Outside of our group chat? Yeah, and he was like, you wow, know Wow, that's, really, that's really shady, Seth. Well, it would be really kind of, like, <laughs> terrible if he was just like, here's an idea for your segment specifically, Justice. Um, and I actually just feel in kinda, the big group chat with all of us. I feel really hurt right now. Well, well, you, I you think know I need what? some time to process. You are allowed to feel that way, dude. <laughs> you are. You are not validated in the way you I feel. Don't, I will not validate <laughs> these feelings, but you're allowed to feel that way. Yeah, dude, whatever. Keep going. This one, he said, hey, it would be really cool if you read an article on how to hypnotize someone. Oh. And I thought, you know what? That's a dandy fucking idea, my man. Mm, and I wow. looked up and found an article that I think five million people have looked at. Holy shit. So why more Jesus. people aren't being hypnotized, I don't know. Dude, but apparently know. five million people in the world know how to do it. Maybe we just haven't met any of those five million people that know how to do it. Or we that don't know be... we've been hypnotized. See, that feels like it's statistically impossible. Improbable, even. Improbable. Impossible. How much of a how much of a fraction of the population is that? Is there it's what? one of the fractions. Are there eight billion people in the world now, or is it still seven billion? Oh, Something oh, like oh, that. Five um, million like, out of eight it's billion. Seven point eight 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 billion. Okay. But like Stephen was saying, maybe we we are all hypnotized and we just don't know it, since there are Whoa. five million people who know how to do it. But now the hypnotized will have the power to hypnotize. So it's Jeez. just going to be like an inception hip- of hypnotism. Yes. We're going to hypnotize somebody else, but then we're hypnotized. Yeah. Did the person before us become hypnotized, or was it, were Who they fine? Who fucking knows? They don't even know them, dude. Maybe we do know them. Maybe we do. Maybe it was just in a Walmart gas station. Maybe like, it's me. So I Walmart wouldn't tell bathroom? you. I wouldn't tell you. 0.71%. <gasps> that's how that's much how much million uh, Out of the whole world population, that's 0.71%. So it's a really low chance. That seems... 5, billion, 5 million of 7 billion. So that's 0.71% of the world population. Oh, dude, that hurt my head. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Makes you feel very small and insignificant, doesn't it? Okay. Well, are okay. you guys ready for a podcast? Dude, yeah, absolutely. Podcast. Ready Wait, for some wiki I don't week. know why I said... <laughs> I don't know why I said, are you guys ready for a podcast? Yeah. Dude, I'm I mean, ready we've been... for a podcast. Also yeah. ready to learn how to hypnotize some people. All right. Hey. Are you... Here we go. We're ready to podcast, dude. It is not easy to hypnotize a person who wants to be hypnotized. Who want, whoa. Whoa. Because all wow. hypnosis is, in the end, is self-hypnosis. What? Well, I guess we don't have to fucking read this article <laughs> now, goddammit. The true, the true hypnotist is yourself. Okay. okay. Contrary to popular misconceptions, hypnotism is not mind control or mystical powers. Oh, well, fuck shit, this, then, dude. What is the point? Oh, no. You as the hypnotist are mostly a guide to help the person relax and fall into a trance state or waking sleep. I do this sometimes. Let us move on to the parts. Interesting. Okay. 
I like the realism off the bat. Yeah, I like just really ruining any chance of comedy or, like, you know, mysticism hey whatsoever. Guys, they were like, I know hey. you were here to mind control people, but fuck you. We're yeah. adults. If you thought you were going to be reading something interesting, you can forget about that right now. Uh, so let's get started here. Uh, preparing someone for hypnosis. Preparing started. someone for hypnosis. Whoa. Find someone... Who wants to be hypnotized? So did we want to be hypnotized before we were hypnotized? Dude, I guess. Would we remember being hypnotized? I don't know, dude. Let's continue, and I bet we'll figure out our answers some point through the following article. Okay. It is not very easy to hypnotize someone who doesn't want it. If you are a beginner hypnotist, then greet... Great. It is what everyone wants. Wow. Okay, the punctuation in this is a little questionable. Here, why don't you... It is not very easy to hypnotize someone who doesn't want it. If you are a beginner hypnotist, then great. It is what everyone wants. Find a willing partner who wants to be hypnotized and is willing to be patient and relaxed for the best results. Sounds weird. Do not hypnotize someone with a history of mental or psychotic disorders, as this can lead to unintended and dangerous consequences, (laughs) or even worse... What's even what? worse than that, dude? <laughs> I don't actually. I don't want to know. The federal government gets involved. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, hey. <laughs> uh, step number two: choose a quiet, comfortable room. You mm. want your participant to feel safe and free from distraction. The sun. There should only be dim lights <laughs> in the room, and dude, what? Uh, it needs to be clean. What are we gonna use Have our them- wands? Oh, oh dude, okay, there's little- no magic. Dude, little penis innuendo there, little penis joke. <laughs> yeah, gotta love dude, a little penis joke. I was talking about sex. Yes, yes. Let's go. Did you get that? I did. Okay. Uh, have them sit in a comfy chair and remove any potential distractions, like, like TVs clothes. or other people, or clothes. Turn off all cell phones and music or any <laughs> devices that could cause noise. Close the windows if there is noise outside. Let other people you live with know that they will they they should not bother you until you both come out. Oh my god! Uh, Are we doing hypnotizing? Hey, I'm going to be hypnotizing this person in this room, so I really need you to not enter. Don't even try to enter. Don't try to talk to us. Until we're just going to be shutting our blinds, windows, turning on some peaceful music. Turn the Wi-Fi box off, please. That was really cringy. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, step number three, let them know what to expect from hypnosis. Most people have... Well, that seems boring. We can skip that. Guys, I'm just going to let you know that this hy- hypnosis is going to be really short. Um, it's not going to take very long at all. It'll last about ten seconds. <laughs> Maybe even less. <laughs> Most people have wildly God. inaccurate ideas of hypnosis for movies and TV. In reality, it's... it isn't... Dude. What? It's like... Unnet, like unrealistic expectations for like porn or something, dude. Dude, it's I'm sorry. Why do you this always? Isn't... Why is every WikiHow article I do somehow like That's... a sex joke? Dude, like, dude. It all question. sounds like it, dude. It all started with the fucking magic wand. <laughs> yes. that was like a bullet to the foot. All right. Oh, yeah. let's, let's keep on. Let, yeah, let's, uh, let's yeah continue. In reality, it is mostly a relaxation technique that helps people gain clarity on problems or issues in their subconscious. We actually enter states hypnosis. We actually enter states. I think of oh. is where they were. They were going to put an of there, and yeah. they didn't. We actually enter states of hypnosis all the time in daydreams, when absorbed in music or movies, or when. Sp- 
quote unquote spacing out <gasps> with real hypnosis. I space out all the time. Dude, uh, we, maybe we are oh, hypnotized. This yeah. is with real hypnosis, you are not asleep or unconscious ever. You are not under a, a spell or someone's control. You will not do anything you don't want to do. At least it's consensual. That's now, good. that doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> I wanted fun. to make people do what I wanted. Oh. what? Ha- okay, let's just forget that little innuendo that I was... Let's just throw that out for the phrase that you just said, because <laughs> that's not what we're Dude, talking about. You're the only one who's thinking that right now, bro. Okay. Yeah, that's why you're laughing, right? I don't want to talk about Me it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of this conversation. <laughs> you're, so, you're so weird. Why would you think that? What's but, wrong like, you're with you? Laughing you're crazy. Oh. You're crazy, dude. Uh, step number four. Ask their goals for being <laughs> hypnotized. Hypnosis has been shown to decrease anxious thoughts and even raise your immune system strength. Holy shit. What? It is it's a the great... power of thought. It is, yeah. it is the power of thought. All right. Well, that's boring. I don't want to hear about their fucking goals. The power step number within. five. Ask your partner if they've been hypnotized before and what it was like. If they have, ask them why they're naked right now. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's not it. Uh, if they have, ask them what they were told to do and how they responded. This will give you an idea of your responsive, of how responsive the partner will be what? to your own suggestions. Okay. What the fuck? Jeez. Hey, how do you feel? <laughs> I'm not going to say how that. How do you feel about no. this? How do you feel about this thing? Is it going to be a penis joke? No, it was- are you yeah. going to talk about penises? <laughs> How do you feel about... I'm not going to say that, <laughs> nope. dude. Okay. I'm not all right, gonna... all right, all right. I don't want to go there. All right, uh, this is part number two of four. Wow. Inducing a trance state. This is how you take their take over their brain. <gasps> Speak in a, in a low, slow, soothing voice. Yeah. Take your time when talking. Keep your voice calm and collected. Draw out your sentences a little longer than usual. Imagine you were trying to calm down a frightened or worrying person, letting your voice be an example. Keep this tone of voice throughout the entire interaction. Some good words to start with include, let my words wash over you, and take the suggestions as you desire them. Everything here is safe, calm, and peaceful. Let yourself sink into the couch slash chair as you relax relax deeply. Dude, what is this, man? This is like one of the worst worded. You're you're relaxed so deeply right now. Feel the chains and shackles pull you closer to the furniture. Let and your relaxes deeper. Feel your (laughs) anus release right now. Your eyes may feel heavy and want to close. Let your body sink naturally down as your muscles relax. Listen to your body and my voice as you begin to feel calm. Release your areolas. I thought this had nothing to do with sleep. Steven? Dude. Don't question. Don't question uh, it. They know everything. Okay. The the great WikiHow article overlords know what's best for us. All hail WikiHow. All hail WikiHow. Part note, step number two. (laughs) Ask them to focus on regular deep breaths. Simple enough. Number three. Have them focus their gaze on a fixed point. Whoa. It can be your forehead if you're right in front of them, or a dimly lit. Or it could be a different kind of head if you're. (laughs) Or it can be something else. (laughs) Dude, it's a penis joke again. Dude, we're so cool. We're adults. Yeah. Keep going, dude. 
Tell them to choose an object, any object, and rest their eyes on it. This is where the stereotype of the dangling watch comes from. As a small object, this is where the stereotype of the dangling penis comes in. Because everybody knows that's what we are talking about. So mature. Little uh, side notes they add in here uh, in step number three. Pay attention to their eyes from time to time. If they seem like they are darting around, give them some guidance. Mm. In quotes, like that somebody's talking. I want you to pay attention to that po- po- poster on the wall. Or try and focus on the space right between my eyebrows. Tell them to let their eyes and eyelids relax, growing heavy. Uh, if you want them to focus on you, you need to stay relatively still. Keep your keep your eyes open and awake and focused on me. Feel them getting heavy and closing, though, but focus on me and keep looking at me. Really keep looking at me, but let your eyes close, but don't close your eyes. The Just point, keep focusing on me. The point of this is to break your mind and break you as a person. But don't fall um, asleep. This isn't about you. can't fall asleep, though. But this isn't stop. about you. Don't this stop. isn't about you, okay? This is about me. Uh, get their, <laughs> Get them to relax their body part by part. Once you have them relatively calm, breathing regularly and in tone with your voice, ask them to relax their toes and feet. Have them focus on just letting go of these muscles. Then move up to the calves. Ask them to relax their lower leg. Blah, 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 blah. We, yes. Uh, <laughs> I do this, like, guiding people through, like, meditation. It's almost just, like, meditation, not yeah. hypnosis. This is This is just like meditation, that. dude. Ooh, how to hypnotize people. Fucking just meditation. Are you going to look up a wiki how for meditation? No, I'm looking up a wiki how on how to control someone's (laughs) mind. Oh, yeah? Step number six. Use your partner's breathing and body language as a guide to their mental state. Repeat the suggestions a few times, much as you might repeat the verses and choruses of a song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, These are things to say. Every word that I utter is putting you faster and deeper and faster and deeper into a calm, peaceful state of relaxation. Utters. Sinking down and shutting down. Sinking down and shutting down. I hate that. I really don't like reading these. If somebody was guiding me through that, I would just, like, feel really uncomfortable and cringe a little bit if they're, like, sinking down and guiding down. Here's another one. Are you, like, like... And the deeper you go, the deeper you are able to go. Oh. And the deeper you go, the deeper you want to go. Okay. And the more enjoyable the experience becomes. All right. This is just you. This is just not right, dude. This does feel kind of weird. <laughs> I'll be honest. This does feel a little weird, dude. You could just switch one. You could do like a quick little like search and replace, and just have like instead of hypnosis, say sex. And sex noses. Like, yeah, sex. All right, number seven. Walk them down the hypnotic staircase. This technique is shared by hypnother... Hi, fuck. Ooh. Whoa, whoa, Hypno-author. Hypno-author? This technique is shared by hypnotherapists and self-hypnosis... Hypnotists. Fuck! <laughs> this technique is shared by hypnotherapists and self-hypnotists alike to bring about a state of deep trance. I'm leaving that in, how often I suffered with those words. <laughs> yeah, I kind of zoned out there a little bit. Ask your subject to imagine themselves at the top of a long staircase in a warm, quiet room. Then ask them to pee themselves uncontrollably. <laughs> it will work. Is that, is that what happened? 
that's what it says what it verbatim. Said? No, that's not what it <laughs> Dude, says. Honestly, I thought it was about to say, imagine yourself at the top of a building, and I was like, oh. And then, and then imagine yourself jumping off the building. You deserve it. You feel uh, your heart beating faster and faster and faster until you go into cardiac arrest. You feel racing. yourself hit the fucking pavement. Racing and beating and racing and beating and racing and beating. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking awful. Pain, pain, pain. Gone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Alarms, alarms in the head. Alarms in your head. You feel your life. You feel your life. You feel your life. Flash you before your eyes. All your regrets. All of them. All of them. No good memories. No good memories. There's nothing. There's nothing. Darkness. How do you feel? And how did all that make you feel? Do you realize okay. anything about yourself? As they step Kay. down, they feel themselves sinking deeper into relaxation, which is clearly not we, what we just induced. <laughs> Each step brings the voices, them deeper. The voices. <laughs> the fucking voices. All right. Uh, yeah, so basically you're just going to kindly like, and gently walk them down this staircase of like relaxation. Okay. Um... The other, the part three of four is basically like, hey, why don't you try talking to people in a non-narcissistic fashion and maybe ask them about how they're doing and stuff. What? Okay. That's what part number three is about. So great. Part number four is ending Mm. the session. Mm. Oh, yeah. Some could say the most important part. Uh, Slowly take them out of their trance state. You don't want to jerk them out of their (laughs) relaxation, am I right? Let them know that you're becoming... What? Slowly and calmly tell them, hey, can I get you a cab or something? (laughs) Calmly tell them, hey. Get out. Can I get you pregnant? Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cut! Hey, cut. (laughs) (laughs) Just cut that whole thing. Let them know that they are becoming more aware of their surroundings. Tell them that they will come back to full awareness, alert and awake, after you count to five. One. <clears throat> Two, three, well, four, dude, five. I love the counting bit. It's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, if Shut you feel the like they are deeply in it, oh no, uh, dude, no, are you stop. Uh, You're not having a sidebar. I'm <laughs> <laughs> saying, shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Are, are you serious right now? Got all we Google. Through. Show me this guy's balls. Are you okay? I want to see if I clip the mic. What you say? Google, show me this guy's balls. I gotta clip the mic. <laughs> okay, so basically, how he said the staircase thing, you walk them back up the staircase, and then they're gonna be okay. Uh, you talk about the hypnosis and then how it made them feel, and if they want to do it again, uh, don't pressure them to talk immediately. Oh simp, and o- simp, simp, simp and open a conversation. What? <laughs> Simply open a conversation. Simp for them and open a conversation. And wait to talk until later. I mean, dude, guys, that's about it. There really is. There was like a list of questions, but this is like, I mean, there's not really much to it. Uh, <clears throat> and then there's some random lady who's like, oh, she's a cer- a certified hypnotherapist at the end. She's like, you oh. can use an induction process to help someone become extremely relaxed. And okay, and now she's just gonna repeat the first step that we learned. Thank nice. you, mm. thank you, lady. So is uh, that like her? Her's like, hey, I only condone the first part of this. Yeah. <laughs> this, this. she's like, I really agree with the first part of this whole thing as a licensed mm. hypnotherapist. Uh, guys, that was so cool. As we do, as we normally do, I will need you guys to rate it on a one through five star scale about how much we've learned. Two out of ten, dude. Out of five. It's a five star. Oh. Two out of ten. 
That's not still not how it works. But okay. Go ahead, Steven. Does so it translate to a one out of five then? I think that no. is. Yeah, it translates ahead, to a Steven. one out of five. It's a one out of five. Go ahead, You know Steven. what? I actually give this a solid like three out of five. Because that actually is an informative article in Dude, a way. It was Honestly, actually. It was pretty I learned. If you want to be therapeutical to somebody, that is actually a good basic thera- therapy guide. Yeah. I would have given it more if they had labeled it correctly. <laughs> Not hypnotherapy. It's just Guided meditation. Yeah. True. Yeah. That was a little misleading. Yeah, just a little bit. Sounds like they were trying to get their views up, and they they did. They did get 0.176% of the population to look at it, so. Mm. That's a a high percent. Yeah. It's a pretty high percent in the grand scheme of things. You know, Markiplier is like 39 million subscribers. What percent of the population is that that subscribed to Markiplier? Markiplier does not have 39 million subscribers. He does. I thought he had more. I thought he had way less. I thought he no. had like 50 million. All right, we're going to YouTube. Guys, wow. let's find out how many subscribers Markiplier how does, has. How many subscribers Markiplier have? How many subscribe Markiplier? How many? Uh, how many Markipliers? Dude, are you serious? He has 34, almost 35 34, million? Yeah. Oh, damn, I was like way off. Yeah. I remember when he used to have way less. Yeah. We'll see. I remember we'll see when PewDiePie he has. released his first uh, has thank a... you to 100 subscribers. I don't remember that, actually. No way. PewDiePie has 111 <laughs> million subscribers. God damn. Which is almost a solid 1% of the population. But dude, that's at least 0.5% of the population. Dude. Steven, do some math real quick. Steven, do your calculations. Google. Uh, Show me I, I actually do just Google this. Steven, do your, do your, like, super math calculations. Audience, I don't know if you guys know this. Steven's a math wizard. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's, oh. doing, he's doing it all in his head right now. I'm crunching the numbers. In his brain. My phone doesn't want to comply. I mean, my, uh, my, <laughs> thoughts, my thoughts don't want to comply. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's got to be this one. Whoa, just waiting on the Wi-Fi to kick in for my brain <laughs> to think. It's a, it's, a, it's a metaphor you wouldn't understand. <laughs> it's, it's, it helps me think, right? That's cool. Anyways, it's my segment. Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome, Judah, to season number three. Hey Let's guys. go. Season three. But really, it's just episode 41 for everyone else, so Let's season three. Go, dude. Let's, go. Let's go. Let's okay, go. whatever, Let's dude. Go. Um, All right. So, that was it. Okay. That was a good one. Uh, that was a good one. Okay. So I figured I'd start it back off strong. You know, I didn't really intend for this, but I was like, mm, I haven't done true crime in a while. So I was like, what's recorded dude, some unsolved mysteries, dude? Have you not done, you haven't do done that. true crime since like the first beginning episode. And guess what? It's yeah. not even technically true crime. It's just an unsolved mystery. Oh, Ooh. let's go. This one is called The Blobs of Oakfield. Okay. The blobs. Dude, that's just your mom. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, so I'm reading this oh, off dude. of medium.com. Uh, it's called The Blobs That Fell From the Sky. What? Um, in 1994, an unusual rainstorm round. Hmm? Thank you. That was my segment. Yeah, see, I'm saying the same thing, because you just gorged on Taco Bell, and I'm not about to be fumigated by uh, rehydrated beans. I'm surprised you guys haven't been just smelling my feet the whole time. Dude, my feet smell pretty bad. <laughs> okay, I guess it's all of our You know what help combined. with that? Oh, no, mine don't, because I took a shower. 
It's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. It's a good job. That's yeah, pretty cool. I'm should hy- try it I'm hydrophobic, so. You're homophobic? <laughs> okay. <laughs> On mic? Yes. <laughs> oh, buddy. <laughs> in 1994, an unusual rainstorm <laughs> rained down on the city of Oakville, Washington. Let's go back. Let's go back. Yeah, I'm go sorry. Back. Hold okay, on. Do, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. do it. Clean cut. Uh, uh, 1994. An unusual that is not a clean cut. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm sorry. I'm trying not to laugh. In 1994, an unusual rainstorm rained down on the city of Oakville, Washington. Holy shit. We got it. <clears throat> On August 7, 1994, a rainstorm unlike any other descended upon the city of Oakville, Washington, with a population... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? This is more the thought of trying not to laugh. And I was looking at you kind of like... <laughs> Dude, I cannot fucking look at you right I now. I actually feel like I might have given myself a head cramp. Hold on. What? A head cramp? <laughs> no, no, I, I went sperm cramp. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I kind of, I did a, I did a, I held my breath, I kind of pressed my ear in the mask of my face. What? Okay. Kind of, kind of hurt a little bit. Mm, Yeah. Hold on. I bet it did, buddy. Sorry. You're going to have an aneurysm about it, dude? Dude, actually, I I actually felt like I almost did that. Hey, you know, only women can have aneurysms. Not true. true. Not true. Not true. Not true. I I had one yesterday. Yeah. How are you doing? You okay? <laughs> I'm fucking fine, you, man. Dude, I just had an aneurysm. I'm kosher. I'm okay. Man. We're kosher, dude. Oh, my God. <clears throat> I just got over it, dude. On August 7th, 1994, a rainstorm unlike any other descended upon the city of Oakville, Washington. Stop. With a population of I... 723 unleashing not raindrops, but rather these mysteriously translucent and gelatinous blobs. What? The blob rain reportedly came down in torrents and covered as much as 20 square miles. Anyone within the vicinity of vicinity of this strange rain came down with severe flu-like symptoms. A police what? officer, <clears throat> a police officer, David Lacey, was on patrol with a civilian friend when the blobs began raining down around three in the morning. We turned. This is a quote. We turned our windshield wipers on, and it just started smearing to the point where we could almost not see. And we both looked at each other, and we said, Geez, this isn't right. I mean, we're out in the middle of nowhere, basically, and where did this come from? Even after Officer Lacey pulled into the gas station to clear up his windshield, he further noticed the bizarre consistency of this goo. The substance was very mushy. This is another quote. It's almost like if you had jello in your hand, and you could pretty much squish it through your fingers. We did have some bells go off in our heads that basically said that this isn't right. This isn't normal. Even after Officer Lacey pulled into the gas station to clear up his windshield, he further noticed the bizarre consistency of the goo. I think, what, what, is it repeating himself? No. He looked and felt the goo again and said, again, this feels like jello. Again, he said. Yeah, it, it, that's, it just repeated itself. Okay. <clears throat> Meanwhile, the blobs fell from the sky elsewhere, roughly half the size of grains of rice. At the, I've heard, I've looked at different articles, and it says either sizes of grains of rice or half the size of a grain of rice. So it's like so tiny it, blobs of goo. Like it would look like oh, rain. Oh, I thought they were like, like very, massive globs like mm, you so could like fit very, in your hand. No, like a grain of rice, so like a it cooked is, grain of rice. It's like, literally gelatinous rain, Ge- yeah, like just the size rain. of gelatinous rain. Meanwhile, the blobs fell from the sky elsewhere, roughly half the size of grains of rice, at the home of Sonny Barklift. 
Shortly afterwards, Barcliffe's mother, Dottie Hearn, was hospitalized for dizziness, nausea, uh, and nausea. Barcliffe herself, as well as a friend, also experienced minor episodes of fatigue and nausea after handling the blobs themselves. Despite this, the doctor who treated Barcliffe's mothers, Dr. David Little, expressed his doubt that these blobs were the cause for the symptoms. Instead, they could have resulted from an inner ear condition. Hearn herself conceded that the timing of the blobs' appearance and their symptoms could be nothing more than a coincidence. Also, okay. in addition to the coincidental symptoms experienced by the humans involved, a kitten Barcliffe had reportedly died after coming into contact with one of these blobs. This, follow, this following a battle of severe intestinal problems before the in- incident. And they said that the kitten was dealing with, like, intestinal stuff, but later there's a quote from Barcliffe herself saying that the kitten was fine before. So it's, it almost seems like a cover-up with a lot of things that so, yeah. that, that I've already that in the article. I've got an idea I of what's too, happening yeah. here. <clears throat> well, this is it's still not solved because it's been covered <clears throat> up so tightly. Yeah, um, that's interesting. <clears throat> Sorry, um, the blobs were reported to have fallen from the sky several more times, though the reports of any strange symptoms or deaths vary between confirmed or not between sources. Overall, the blobs rained down in, on Oakville six times in three weeks. God According damn. to some sources, dozens of people got sick. Moreover, several dogs and cats died after coming in contact with it. Oh, that's the weird, fuck? man. What was it? In one attempt to identify the substance, the blobs were reported to contain human white blood cells. Upon further what? investigation by the Washington State Department of Ecology's Hazardous Material Spill Response Unit, these cells from the blobs were also found to have no nuclei. Determined to find the answers, nearly a year after her mother's illness, Barcliffe took a sample of the blob she had stored in her freezer to a private research lab. There, a microbiologist named Tim Davis with Amtest Laboratories studied the sample. This is a quote from Tim, I think. He said, I saw what I think was a eukaryotic eukaryotic cell, which is basically a cell that has defi- has a definable nucleus and is found present in most animals. What? So, um, there are some theories, and there's, a, there's also another theory that it is um, star jelly, which is, it's, um, it's called star jelly, astral jelly, or astrominix, is named after the legend that it falls from the sky during a meteor shower. Um... What? It's I don't I don't know how to, to define it, but it's definitely not star jelly. No. Um didn't know that was a thing either though. Um but th- that was like a like a myth type thing. I don't really know oh, what star oh, jelly oh, is. Myth. Hold okay. on, let me just look up what star jelly is. Bro. Dude, I thought I, I thought I knew what was going on and now that's just fucking weird. How does know. that it happen? It sounds like a it sounds like a clean test of a bioweapon to me. Yeah, that's dude. what that sounds like. Star jelly is a gelatinous substance sometimes found on grass or even branches of trees. According to folklore, it is deposited on the earth during meteor showers. It is described as a translucent translucent or grayish white gel- gelatin that tends to evaporate shortly after having fallen. <clears> hmm. <throat> so um, speculation arose not long afterwards on what the blobs were. On popular theory, 
One popular theory suggests that the blobs were the result of bombing runs done by the nearby military in the ocean 50 miles from the farm, which mm. could have caused an explosion within a group of jellyfish that then got dispersed into a rain cloud. Even though Bro, the Air Force... That con- is so fucking yeah. far-fetched. Are you kidding me? Even though the Air Force confirmed that bombing runs had been performed over the Pacific during that time, they denied any knowledge of the unknown substance or any involvement in creating or dispersing of it. Of course they Bro, are! Dude, why and how would a bomb hit so hard that it blows jellyfish into a fucking Mist? rain cloud, yeah. dude? That's not <clears throat> possible. They were probably testing bioweapons. Yes. Yeah. Although not many people believe in this particular theory as the answer, uh, it nonetheless became so popular within the community that it prompted the discussion of holding a jellyfish festival, even leading to the con- concoction of a new drink in honor of the strange incident. The drink in question, dubbed the jellyfish, comprised of vodka, gelatin, and juice. Ah, uh, yes. Let's make a festival about this and encourage it so Jello we can all shots. forget about it. Hey, everybody. You know what would be great? Is, is if, if we, we just turned it into a fun little thing. A second Ha-ha. theory proposed by Dr. Little uh, was that the blobs were the result of drops of concentrated fluid waste from a passing airplane toilet. Though, when contacted or about the matter... three weeks? Though, when contacted about this matter, the FF... The FAA rebuffed it, adding that all fluid waste from the commercial plane toilets are dyed blue, a characteristic none of the lobs had. Mm. According to one website, uh, which disputed the facts presented by Unsolved Mysteries three years after the incident, Barcliffe herself contacted the site to give her account on what happened. Um... And she go she she got a lot to say. Um, so hopefully we can. <laughs> she said she a got lot. she has a fucking lot to say. It is my understanding that after the fallout, several people in the community did come down with a flu-like illness that lasted four to eight weeks in some cases. A couple that stick out in my mind were two individuals who had complications associated with kidney infection or kidney involvement, which I think is somewhat unusual. I did not go door to door and interview people as to the state of their health. Mostly, the information gleaned was during casual conversations and overhearing statements made by others. I have no idea about what each person's personal diagnosis was. Um, Hmm. Communally, it was thought to be something like the flu. Some individuals, such as my mother, Dottie Hearn, and David, David Lacey, the police officer, had more acute symptoms. When my mother first found the substance on top of a box on her porch where she stored her wood for burning, she touched the substance with her bare hands. Although David Lacey said he wore gloves, he too became very ill within hours of contact with the substance. Initially, my mother was treated for Meniere's Meniere's disease, a disorder of the inner ear. She had extreme vertigo, dizziness, and felt the room was spinning. Those are all symptoms of that disease. However, she also had a fever and other symptoms of infection. She spent four days in the hospital. Upon her release, I asked Dr. Little what he discharge, what her discharge diagnosis was. He shrugged his shoulders and said, I don't know, some type of virus. She did have a complete recovery after she arrived home, and over time, Meniere's disease usually manifests as an ongoing problem, but she never had the symptoms again. Mm. Oh. Uh, it is interesting to note that my mother had a plethora of outdoor cats used as mousers in the barn and such. Gradually, over the following months, some of those cats also died or went missing. In time, the remaining cats were able to build up a healthy population again. Dr. Little was the attending physician on duty when my mother arrived by ambulance in the McCleary Hospital. 
I brought a sample of the substance to the hospital and explained to Dr. Little that less than 24 hours earlier she had made contact with the substance and since we didn't and since we didn't know what it was he would be willing to do a lab test on it. He agreed and had a lab technician do a routine lab exam. That is when the white blood cell was found. Dr. Little was intrigued by it and by by it but baffled as we were. My best recollection is that the lab tech who conducted the test to go on the goo was known as Kelly. Okay. Um, Jesus, she's got a lot to say. Um, My question is, the nucleus is the thing that, like, powers the cell, right? Like, that's the whole, that's the center of it, right? Am I yeah. wrong? Am I saying the, the nuclei, wrong? nuclei, yeah. And this, these white blood cells did not have that? Well, they kind they of did. did. Well, like they did. It, a, a type of it, <clears throat> um, dude. That's so weird. Goes on like, to say, what, the f- what is that? What is that? My mother pointed out the substance. Myself and brother decided to wear gloves. Um, they wore gloves, and the gel-like substance was clear, no color, color, uh, size of rice grains, and were everywhere in the grass, on foliage, and on my truck window. We probably would not have noticed them as they would have only appeared as drops of water had my mother not found them on the wood box. Um, mm. I became mildly nauseated, mm. so she became nauseated. Um, and then she said, my kitten died on or around the third day of the fallout. It has been reported on some websites that the kitten had digestive problems prior to the fallout, but that is not true. Amazing that they're calling it fallout. Yeah. Mm. Um, both of my mother's dogs fell three fell ill three weeks after the first fallout, nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea. The vet said they had an infection and that they were treated with antibiotics. It is important to note at this point, the fallout of jail was not a single occurrence, but instead was a series of six fallouts over three weeks. All were documented by my mother in her journal. There were rumors that some nearby farms experienced death of larger animals, such as horses and cows. I did not investigate those allegations. I have no reason to dispute them, but they are hearsay. Um, Dude, that is that's just bizarre. Um, here's when it gets a I, little bit like okay, I was concerned about the material and spoke with Doctor Kobo- Kobayashi at the Washington State Health Laboratory. He advised me to send a sample of the material. I mailed a sample to the Washington State Health Lab, which is assigned to Mike McDowell, one of the epidemiologists on SNAP staff. Mike and it. <laughs> Mike initially set the gel up on bacterial media to see if it would grow anything. It grew two types of bacteria, Pseudomonas florescens and Interbacter colicae. The gel specimen was locked in medium containment facility, and over time, Mike continued to research it. At some point, he drew the conclusion that the material itself was man-made and was being used as a matrix, a vehicle capable of transporting a virus or bacteria. He did report his findings. There you go. Yeah, exactly. He did report his findings to his supervisor. When he returned to the lab at some point, he discovered the substance was missing. Oh my, oh my god, fucking god! Dude. Are you <laughs> shitting me? Again, he reported this to his supervisor and was advised at that point to not ask any questions. Holy shit, dude. Are you kidding me? Mike is retired now and still does, does occasional interviews regarding the subject. I trust, a ju- I trust his judgment and his findings as he was a credible expert in the field. 
Mike was interviewed four or five years ago on a program on the National Geo Geographic Channel. The information about the substance missing was revealed in the program. I suspect that he was reluctant to speak of it while he was still employed. He stated that this was the first time in 30 years of service with his job that a sample he was responsible for had gone missing. Mm. Um, and your supervisor says, don't worry about it. Forget about it. Yeah. Dude, my question is, why the fuck would... If it's if it's like a U.S. government type deal that's going on, like a bioweapon, why would we be testing it on our people, on Americans? It's probably because it's an accident. Yeah. Damn, dude. I was con. I was. Or it was intentional. Six times in three weeks. Yeah. You accidentally do that six oh, times yeah. in three weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. or it was continuous, or you know, or they did it whatever once the and fuck it broke it was. up. Yeah. You know, like. I was contacting as many agencies as possible to find assistance in identifying the substance. I took a sample to Mike Osweiler. Mike Osweiler worked for the Department of Ecology. The department concluded it was an organic material. They determined that they did find a cell with a nucleus, which indicated to them that it was biological, biological weapon. Mm. The cell could have been a bacteria. It was never specified. Over the years, I have held some information close to me. Very little about it has been released to the press. However, two years ago, some information surfaced on the Internet that led me to the conclusion that the Oakville event was, in fact, a continu a continuity exercise conducted by the military. Yeah, military. yeah of course. Yeah. I, f yeah, Dude, I feel yeah. like that. This is not the first time that this has happened where a military government is experimenting with, like, technology or weapons, and it gets people hurt. Dude. It's like that lady who was driving down the highway, and she saw this coffin UFO floating in the middle of the highway, and she had heartbreak, and her hand pressed into her dash, and she had like horrible yes, nuclear, dude. like nuclear problems, like yeah. uh, problems that only happen with being exposed to radiation. Yeah. And she says she claimed that helicopters like had followed this um this uh coffin and everything, and the air force was like no, and they didn't, and of course they didn't offer to help pay for her bills because that would be fessing up. Dude, that's horrible. <laughs> How crazy is that? Fucked, dude. You know, if we ever have a World War Three, it's gonna it's gonna tear this fucking planet apart, dude. I love it. I love it how that guy follows. Just like, yeah, I trust my supervisor. He he has sound judgment. I trust that he knows how to preserve his life and mine. If we don't say anything right now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he. I it's think it went missing because I don't want to die. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. There's no way but that's anyways, unsolved. That's a no-brainer. But anyways, but that's, that's, so that's anyways, one of those unsolved mysteries, just saying that unquote. so we don't get killed in our sleep tonight. Well, uh, I don't think we're going to get killed just for pretty, reading it, dude. This it's is a, pretty public knowledge. Yeah. yeah. But It's I mean, just like you can use common sense and be like, oh, yeah, that's a biological weapon that they were testing. Yeah. Why? Okay. Crazy. So fucking dumb. But anyways. Hey, Steven. Damn. I think we need to take a little break. Yes, it's can we take a hot yeah? Can we take here. a step out? I'm kind of like heating up right now. BRB, everybody. We're gonna have a another little sidebar before Judah gets back in here. Oh yeah, you want to talk about like his actions and like the bad things he's been doing, dude? I mean, he did assault a homeless man last night. I know, dude. And I was gonna like talk to him about it, but he like kind of. Hey, dude, what's up? Hey, man. Oh, what were you what's, saying? what's up, dude? Were you going to talk to me about uh, it? No, we were just waiting on you to get back so we could start the episode. Yeah. What were we saying? What were we talking about? Uh, no. Was well, it my face, dude? Don't worry about it. Well, I wasn't anything. So. What were you saying, dude? Uh, I was just saying I can't wait till Judah gets back in the studio so we can record. Yeah. Were you talking about how I talk about my girlfriend too much? 
No, 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 not at all. Never. We we're talking about. Were you actually talking about that? No, we were talking about like how it would, how cool it would be whenever you get back, so we can start the episode. Yeah. Were you talking about how much I talk about my girlfriend? No. 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 You were, weren't you? No, not at all. Mm-mm. No. Fuck you. We were just talking mm-hmm. about how cool it would be whenever you get back. Whatever, dude. Start <laughs> just start your segment, dude. Hey, everybody. Hey. It's Hello. my topic now. Okay. We're going to talk about the penis. Oh. <laughs> We're going to talk about what I want to talk about now. Okay. Dude, you feel like a, a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Let me let me get to my <laughs> thing. We're so just going good. with this. Okay. Can you say... Can you say, let's start my topic in Spanish? Konnichiwa. Let's tar- start my topic in Spanish. Dude, I've been learning a little bit of Spanish, actually. Really? Yeah. Uh, my favorite phrase that I've learned is, uh, la gran puto. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Okay. It's a really good one. Sorry to all our Spanish <laughs> listeners. Dude, wow. we swear in English. It's about time we start swearing in Spanish, too. Let's go. Wow. Wow. Uh, you know what? Get... Give it, a, give it a round of applause. Yes. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Hey. This is my segment. Right. Oh. All right. So you have the greats. Up there on the Hall of Fame, you have Halo. You have Call of Duty. Oh, Hell, you even have Dynasty Warriors. Oh, really? But what we don't talk about, or what some people do talk about, today we're going to be talking about this moment Ooh. right now Ooh. in this very studio. Holy shit. Oh, we're going to talk about what the pain is. Yes. No. In a way, it is penis. Animal because Crossing? Because we're going to... No. Mario Kart? Well, I hope it's not Brawl. in this list. We're going to be talking about the uh, world's worst rated video games. Oh, oh yeah. And dude. you know what started this? Yes. And we're going to open it up real quick with the subject so we can all Gollum. talk about it real quick. Gollum. We're going to talk about the Gollum video game. Oh. Just real quick. So, you have something come from Warner Bros. video game. Uh, I looked up the two companies. Dude, yeah. it was underneath the umbrella of Warner Bros. Dude, it looked like a fucking mobile game. It, it, what it looked like is someone took a PlayStation 2 game and loosely remastered it. Yeah. So, not even remake. They remastered it, and like it had the same quality of gameplay. Like, the, the, the characters all looked bland and copy-paste, and they were rigged horribly. Yeah. Like, it was so... It looked so The shitty. only good thing IGN had to say about it was it had good voice acting. And even then, no, I stand dude. to, like, debate with that one. My question is, why would you make that game? What... what, com- I, what they were there? trying... To go along, what all happened? How did Gollum find Frodo with the ring? Apparently, in the the, first place, the the entertainment company issued an apology. Oh yeah, damn right they did. My the thing is though, who the fuck cares? Who cares? Why do we need a video game about it? It's not that anybody. It's not that anybody doesn't care. It's the fact that they took something that's like, why would somebody want to play this game? And then they basically answered the question, oh, this is why no one would want to play this game. Because it fucking sucks. Dude, it, you know, they took hold something. Up. Hold on. They took something that could have had interesting story as to why Gollum, how Gollum escaped prison, or, or the, the, the jail in, like, Mordor, and went to find the ring. Instead, it was a bunch of motherfucking side quests, dude. Yeah. Item hop, item hop, do this for somebody, do this for somebody with no purpose to the game whatsoever and it ran like a potato dude you can get the game for upwards of 70 dollars hell no (laughs) it it goes for a base of 60 dollars 
And dude, it you know when you normally search a game online, it'll bring up options to buy it. It doesn't do that for mm-hmm. this game. What? I just searched it. It doesn't bring up any options for it. I had to go to the shopping category to see how much the game was. Dude, I can't believe people purchased that even. Even the two companies behind it underneath Warner Bros., I looked at the games they're responsible for developing. Dude, I haven't heard a single damn one they've done. Mm. It was all... C tier video games that I have never even seen displayed on a on a Microsoft store or any game store in Steam. I just like it's just the idea of Gollum. I feel like we know all we need to know about him. You don't need to make a video game trying to like humanize yeah. the character that already has their flaws told to you in a movie. You know every you know where he came from in a synopsized story, you know what happened to him, and you know what how it ends. You don't need to know anything else about the dude. Yeah, He's a story pusher. Don't make a goddamn video the game only, about him. The one thing they could have done, which is add a little more lore, and they didn't, <clears throat> dude, they didn't even do that. They didn't even add lore. You just, you just uh, ran around a Smeagol. Boring. It, so that, hearing this recently, dude, I was flabbergasted. Again, I, I I told you this. Uh, like I I don't know what I was expecting from the game, but dude, they they blew my mind with failing. Like absolutely, yeah. I thought it would at least look good. I thought that maybe in game it would look like oh wow, this is at least a visually pleasing game, dude. It, looks it was so it shitty. was so bland. Like there's nothing to it. So All the stuff that I've seen looks like they turned the shaders down. Yeah, oh, even with max shaders, dude. Yikes. Even with max graphics. So that brought on, throughout the ages, throughout the centuries, what games have made it, and Gollum will be on this list once it once it is finished r- making its little rounds and yeah. making its little debut. Dude, if that was a, it, Anthem is going to be on there for sure, dude. Uh, I did not. Dude, there's some games on here. Cyberpunk that are, and Anthem, biggest letdowns. Dude, no, 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 no. Dude, Wait, we're talking we... about we're talking about worse. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I was gonna say we already around. did dude, Cyberpunk. Like the... Cyberpunk for the first month is unplayable, and I still go back and play it. And I well, like I play it for did. like two seconds. That was one of my segments. Was the hype to failure? This is just failure, right? Yes. This is this like, isn't this even is like to failure. this isn't even like cult like cult classics. This is. Just reviewed pure, yeah. horribly. This is oh, just dude, this is going to be a long list. No fan backing. This Damn. this is just bad. So this article from uh, USA Today, uh, worst video games of all times according to Metacritic. And honestly, Metacritic. from what I like Metacritic's reviews, they, they seem pretty even as far as reviews go. Okay. Um, some of the worst video games. They started off the bat with Infestation Survivor Stories of uh, the War Z. Oh, yeah, I've heard that game. The War Z. So it was released in 2012. It was on PC. It got a 20 Metascore. Out of? Probably 100. Oh. So in an era full to to bursting with zombie shooters, it's no surprise that something as bad as this appeared to attempt a cash-in on the genre's popularity. Uh, But the final release version made almost no improvements, with some fans even claiming it took steps back from the alpha (laughs) version they released for this game. Oh, shit. So... Overall, best infestation survivor. So these reviews are from like official gaming like sites. Eurogamer says, if you're even slightly tempted, just remember that at the Maelstrom's core is a very basic and ugly game made by a company that is both dishonest and incompetent. 
Whoa, Ooh. damn. GameSpot said, fighting zombie hordes in an apocalyptic wasteland has never been so depressing. <laughs> God damn. Damn. That's all that he had to say about that. It's just, again, it's just a shit game. Yeah. Then there was Deal or No Deal, the video game released in 2007 for the Nintendo DS, again oh. with a score of 20. It says, although Deal or No Deal is a huge hit of a game show, it's never worked as a video game. Without stakes of real money being on the line, the gameplay is robbed of any tension because it's all just meaningless numbers. Dude, oh. Honestly. You're making the, uh, that, that's like the worst video game translation to, like, it, it's show. It's not even <laughs> yeah. like a trivia show. Yeah. Regardless, the Wii version of Deal or No Deal did fine for itself because Dude, it wasn't an utterly broken as, D- as the DS version. Dude, it, that used to be one of my favorite shows growing up. Deal or No Deal. Yeah. yeah, we loved Deal or No Deal. Deal or No Deal was great, but not a video game great. Yeah. <laughs> no. Basically, the DS version completely removed the random chance from the game by always putting the money in the same cases when you reboot your system. Oh no my God. Which defeats the entire point of the game. Oh my God. So... GameSpot said, a $30 game about winning fake money by picking random numbers is awful to begin with, but a completely broken version of said game is another story altogether. Oh my god, dude. IGN. IGN said it's a boring, pointless, annoying game that is fundamentally broken and thus rendered completely absurd, much like Howie Mandel himself. Damn. How? Yeah, that was a a little pot shot there. What's wrong with Howie Mandel? Howie Mandel hosted Deal or No Deal? Yeah. Oh no! Okay, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a sad title here, guys. What? Do you guys remember the Double Dragon game that we played? Yeah. Uh-oh. So there's Double Dragon Two. Oh. Wait, isn't that the? No, we Wander, played the first one. We played the one. first one, Super yeah. Double Dragon, which was an awesome two-player arcade style, just left to right, right, right to left arcade fighter. Yeah. So they made Double Dragon Two: Wander of the Dragons. Released on April 5th, 2013 for Xbox 360. It has oh, a meta God. score of 17. Did they try going 3D? 17. Uh, no. Uh, it's, it looks pixelated. Once again, dragging a classic franchise into the mud, Double Dragon 2 Wander of the Dragons was perhaps the worst beat-em-up brawler ever made. Oh, Damn. Wow. Oh, they fucked up a good thing. Dude, that's saying a lot. How do you fuck up a beat-em-up? Not only... Well, here here we go. Not only are the graphics awful by 2013 standards, but it struggled to run at anything close to an acceptable frame rate. Oh, Combat shit. was extremely dull at the best of times and impossible at the worst of times, with enemies able to gang up on you continuously. Dude, hold on. You're telling me in 2013 they made a pixelated beat 'em up game? If you want to see how great the frame rate is, here's the, here's the rendered picture. Holy shit! Wait, and I will save this for Bro, reference. You have to That's save that. Real? That looks horrible. Oh my god. Bro, how do we play this game? We have to play. <laughs> we have to play. Dude, this. I have, no we way. have an Xbox 360. So. Uh, EverEye.it said, a game that should not exist, even if it were uh, distributed free, no one would advise you to invest even a few moments of the product so indefensible from any point of view. Hardcore Gamer says, this is a video game equivalent of Rebecca Black's Friday, something so terrible that its existence is nothing short of a miracle. (laughs) Let's see, let's see some other surprising... Oh, God. That one's just sad. That one's just sad. I see a lot of racing games in here. 
racing games, dude. Racing games just are just don't, not. Good. I don't know, man. Mario Kart is it? The, Mario yeah, Kart I mean, is the it. If if it's not like like Mario Kart, then it just doesn't. I don't know. At least for me, it's not interesting. Unless you're horsing around and you're taking a racing game seriously, like a, a real-life racing game seriously, it is a little boring because you're just doing the same technique over and over. Yeah. Which is why I take, like, turns, like, at 100 miles, like, 200 miles an hour so I can ram T-Bone, my opponent, off the map and continue on the map. Absolutely, dude. I mean, that's how you win. How else do you play? <laughs> So, no surprise here, a Wii U game has made the list. Oh, dude, well, Wii U was just a shitty console. It's bro. it's literally just the Wii rebranded, like, painted black. That's all and it fucking they, was. They changed the HUD. That That's all it was. So, Family Party 30 Great Games Obstacle Arcade. That is literally the fucking name of the game. Well, you know how great it's going to be with great a name games. like that. So, released in 2012 for the Wii U, it has a score of 11. 11. Oh, God. The Wii was full of com- uh, compilation party games, true, some of which were the best Wii games. Also very true, but none of them managed to be quite as bad as this offering on the Wii U. Not only did it have backwards and terrible controls, but it required you to own two Wii remotes and two nunchucks for the privilege. What? Visually, it could be put to shame by a PS2 game and doesn't even work half the time. Damn. Uh, so Nintendo... Oh shit! So a Nintendo Life, uh, Nintendo Life site, as clunky and poorly considered as its title, Family Party Thirty Great. G- <laughs> that was good. Family Party Thirty Great Games Obstacle Arcade is awful, relying entirely on the shallow and repetitive waggle that should have died along with the Wii. There's absolutely no reason to recommend this obnoxious, screaming, clattering conscious, uh, clattering monstrosity at all. Ah, damn. Okay, to be fair. The Wii still holds up a system in in my in my personal taste, dude. I I can't remember the name of it. It was a Wii video game, and mm-hmm. I remember I can't. Did we like rent it? I think we rented it or something from somewhere. Oh boy, it was this carnival game. Uh, you do that's exactly you know what, what I'm I thought talking about. about? Mm-hmm. It was not fun. No. I didn't enjoy it. Was it. Inoperable. it was just cl- it was clunky. And the controls were fucked up, and it looked bad. Yeah. We borrowed it from friends, Was actually. that what that was? Yeah, we, we yeah. borrowed it. Because yeah. we played it at their know. house, and we thought it was fun, and they were like, hey, can we borrow that? Yeah, and, and then, then we, we played it. it, and we were like, oh, shit. It's just, like, not it, dude. Those... I remember. There were a lot of games. Guys, you remember the fucking Sonic game that we had on the Wii? Ooh, Legends of the Ten Rings. Yay. Dude, even as a kid, I didn't Set understand. <laughs> I didn't understand how the fuck to play that game, even as a child. It's because... Was the, there was no real goal to that, the game either. That game was running on a preset track that you just had to dodge obstacles around yeah. on. Yeah. That's all it was. Dude, the best the best part of that game was the fucking multiplayer thing that it had. You know what? Let me look it up hold right... Hold on, hold on. Everybody listen. You gonna look up the game? No, he's looking up the music. Dude, it's like fever dream. The echo suit is god awful. Alright, personal experience with this video game. Uh, I was trying to play the intro, and it was trying to teach me how to dodge and jump and shit like that. And they just had that song play on loop until you beat it. And yes. they did not turn it off. You had to, it would just continue to play 
on loop. Dude, that you had to do it song. perfect. Yeah, you had you to like you couldn't fuck up or it'd have you restart. Yeah, and it was uh, it sucked. It was the worst. Um, and that like it was like kind of felt like your actions have consequences. Felt like brainwashing a little bit. Like I was now I'm like now I I feel angry whenever I think of that video game. Yeah, it just kind of sucked. It it it. I'm sure people who enjoyed Sonic games had a blast with that. Sure. We did not. Maybe. So, uh, this is this is from the top tens, and they go over some video games as well. Uh, I think we actually saw a shout-out to, as I'm sure he totally needs a shout-out, but JonTron uh, uh, reviewed this game. Yeah, he really needs our viewers. For sure. <laughs> he needs uh, our support. So... Uh, hell, some of our viewers probably watch them. But uh, Superman for the N64. Oh, my yeah, God. Dude. Yeah. It was any type of those games. So somebody, this person quoted, I this is voted for on the site, I've heard people note E.T. the extraterrestrial as the worst game ever made. It's not E.T. is just forgettable. It isn't harmful, just boring. I also hear people calling this the worst game ever made. Uh, this is broken and unplayable. I've never seen a game be so awful in everything it tried to do. There are games like Sonic 06 where you can master it and make it look like your average Sonic game, but I don't think anyone can get through practice or patience to master this piece of garbage. Oh, damn. Superman 64 is the bane of the DC gaming enterprises. Yes, even worse than Aquaman because it's literally a reskinned, floatier version of Aquaman. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's what it was. Dude, it's basically uh... just an empty, empty float-around game. Yeah. It, you fly through circles and stuff like that. You wouldn't really do anything else. Let me, um... Sucks, dude. I'm gonna look up a picture of Superman in 64. Dude, it's so fucking Bro, bad. if I want to do that, I'll just play DC Universe Online. Dude, DC Universe Ooh. Online is a little bit better. Mmm. I, I, no, I, it definitely dude, is. I enjoy but, DC like, Universe But, like, if I just want to float around flying, yeah. I'll play any game that has, has flight flying. mechanics. Like, I play a Lego game with a flying character and it's better than that. Dude, for real. They stepped up their games on those Lego games, bro. Dude, honestly. Dude, Dude like on, Sky, God for like on God for Lego Saga. I haven't played it. It looks good. Yeah? It looks really good. Are you going to get it? You were grown ass man. I'm gonna be honest, dude. I'm kind of moved past the whole mechanics and gameplay of a Lego game. Yeah, dude. I, I used to really enjoy Lego games, but it's almost like it's made for kids. Well, it's also <laughs> it's also the controls that I can't yeah. operate anymore. It's a little off. Okay. Uh, honestly, we can go over uh, real quick about some video games. I, I don't know if I can remember any shitty video games. I Dude, I think I talked played. about the uh, the ones that I I'm could think to, of there. I'm trying to think of some that I've had to put down before that I just Whoa. could not stomach. Whoa. Um, Champions Online. Fuck yeah. that game. Oh. That came oh, came the predecessor of City of Heroes. Sucks. If you guys want to play it, tell me. I'm tell me what you think. Dude, I don't know if it's still game. Private message me on Instagram. It is. It still runs. <gasps> Champions Online. It looks terrible. It plays horribly. Uh, and there's so many paywalls to get anywhere. So let me know what you guys think <laughs> I, of that game. I think it's amazing that the company was like, "Yeah, we're gonna ditch City of Heroes. Fuck bothering remastering it or yeah. upgrading it." Let's do dollar store brand and Dude, make everything worse. I'm kind of glad they didn't upgrade or touch City of Heroes afterwards because they look at what they made after. Look at what they did after that. The worst thing do ever. You know, do you know what I think? What? 
I think they did not have the same team anymore as the ones that developed City of Heroes. Well, yeah, they, I know they had to like because they were losing money. That's why they but, quit making City of yeah, Heroes. Yeah, if y'all look into City of Heroes, it's it's it extremely dated, but it is one of the best creators for a superhero game. It oh, has yeah. good storylines, stuff like that. But it is it's so dated. Customization is off the uh, off. Honestly, you have to jump through some hoops to be able to get it, but. But it, yeah. it, but it's free, and they don't make any money off of it. So it's like it, they had the green well, light from the company. Of. They have you can like you can support them on like a yeah. I think like a Patreon kind of yeah. But deal. you're not paying for the game. True. Yeah, it's not a. If you pay for a, the game, they're in legal issue. Like right. Lawsuit. It's a, it's just supporting them to hold up the servers. City of Heroes for me, I say I put on par with Nice Old Republic, where even though the graphics mm-hmm. are dated, it's still such a good at least at the very at the very least a great character creator. If you want to brainstorm a superhero idea, dude, and that's the thing that just goes to show that you don't have you don't have to have phenomenal graphics to have a good and compelling video game. Yeah. It doesn't True. have to. The looks is not what's important, like ninety five percent of the time. True. Five that five percent of the time could sway, you know. Yeah, it's just like Anthem for me. Anthem is not the greatest game, but it looks so good mm. that it's hard for me to not want to like play it every once in a while, you know. I agree. Yeah, that 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 can be a little bit of a factor. Just, I think we're so pampered with today's nuanced, like, oh, everything has to be new, everything has to look even realer, that. People get so absorbed in the look of the game that when you play it, it's so short and brief, and there's almost no substance to it. Yeah. Yes. Because this, I, dude, I have to say, even with main titles, I have to say there's a lot of complaints, and I'm gonna throw one out there: God of War Ragnarok. I've heard, Damn. I've heard it's too yeah. short. Really? Dude, God I've of heard, War Ragnarok is not short. Really? No. That's, okay. That's fucks who are like sitting on their couch for 17 hours and be like, <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. not. I, I played it in one sitting. It's because you've been waiting for it. Dude. <laughs> you, been, you played the shit out of it. And I you take had nothing it else then. to do because they, were, they weren't. The, the game's not really made for somebody to sit down and play it in like seven hours. I yeah. Seven back. hours I for story? What the fuck? Dude, it was a long story. There were some times where I was like, is this story actually going to fucking end? Because <laughs> I, I would Bro. sit down like multiple times and I'd be like, oh my God. Like, I, there's a certain, there was a certain point where I was like, are we near the end or something? <laughs> oh like, my God. Dude, that, those, okay, people who do leave comments like that, sometimes you got to watch out for like the try hard couch potatoes. Okay, yeah, it's because they might be no lifers. Yes. Also, yeah. those no lifers, bro. Okay. okay. Well, it's well anyways, on that note, it's time to end the episode. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening to the first episode of season three, episode 41. Woo! Let's go. Oh. If you liked what you've heard, uh, you can find us on, hopefully this coming week, iTunes, um, uh, Spotify, Amazon Music, and uh, RSS.com is where we post on the main. If you're home alone right now, lock your doors. Because I'm watching you. I'm at your house. Right now, I'm looking at you. Follow us on Instagram. If you want behind-the-scenes, if you want reels, behind-the-scenes photos, behind-the-scenes bits, maybe even if you miss the bell notification, get a little Instagram pop-up saying, hey, we have an episode out. Follow us on Instagram at... Hello? I think someone's at your door. Hey. Follow us on Instagram. Oh. Yeah, at TBOBcast. That's our Instagram name. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Y'all have a good day. Okay. See you guys. Love you. Bye.